It's Izzy. Wherever you're listening from, whatever your situation, and whatever brought you here, I'm so, so grateful that you've invested your time in listening to positive content. I truly hope you gain some valuable insights from the episode. Welcome back. I hope you've all had a wonderful week. And if you're here for the first time, then hey, I'm Izzy. So before we get started, I know I say this at the end of every podcast, but it's just so important. If you have listened to this before, or if you just find yourself really enjoying this podcast, please do. Either if you're on Spotify, rate it out of five stars, whatever star you feel, obviously five would be fab, but rate how you feel. And if you wanna leave some feedback, that would mean the world. You can do that on Apple Podcasts just by scrolling to the bottom and yeah, saying what you think about the podcast and that will help me know what to change or do better or keep doing in the future. So with all that aside, and thank you in advance if you have done that already, Today, I thought, carrying on the theme of time, we would talk about structure. And I think I have touched on this in previous episodes, episodes, podcasts, whatever you want to call it. But I thought with the situation that I'm finding myself in, where I have got about three days to get the whole house sort of packed and organized before we move. We're not moving far, but we are downsizing. So we have been having a big house sale over the last three days and people come in to look at stuff, pick stuff up, which has been amazing to meet people who live near to us. And yeah, has been quite interesting and a change to the norm but it has thrown our structure completely out of whack because that's the priority. And so work and everything like that, yes, we've got to do the glass balls that can't be dropped, the things that we have to do each week and each day, Um, but sort of put some things to one side. And that means that (laughs) we have not necessarily been going out on our morning run and bits and bobs like that. Structure has been all over the place. And to start with in the first day or two, It felt a bit strange, felt myself thinking, gosh, like I don't know what to do with myself when I got a spare 10 minutes, not answering messages about items and not having to pack anything else because we packed as much as we could. And that's what I wanted to really focus on today. Some of you might currently not be in employment and not be sure with how to use your time. There's only so much time you can apply for jobs and you know that watching TV probably isn't gonna be very productive or very helpful for you, but what do you do? How do you spend your time? Others of you, you're working from home and it's learning how to structure that around kids, family, getting exercise. And whatever situation you're in, I'm sure you've probably had time when you're so busy that you want some some space, some free time. And others where you've had so much free time, you don't know what to do with it. So whatever situation you're in, hopefully this podcast will help you with something. So what I found is really helpful when you're finding yourself in a situation where you don't know what to do, you don't know how to spread your time. First of all, last week, we're talking about sort of mentioning time blocking and how you can get tasks done quickly. That should already hopefully be helping. And if you haven't listened to that yet, go and have a listen. It's probably one of the shortest podcasts I've done, only about 15 minutes. So you can watch, listen or watch that very quickly. But in terms of this week, we're focusing on, okay, 
if I don't know what I'm doing, if I don't have any structure, if I have just gone self-employed and I don't know how to start my day, if I'm feeling like I haven't got a purpose, if I'm feeling like I don't know what to do with myself, I'm useless, um, I can't finish anything, whatever's going through your mind, a lot of it can be helped with you learning how to have little achievements, little wins in your day. And what I love about this is if you make those wins, things that you can do in the morning, then you've already kind of smashed the day before most people have got out of bed. So as many of you will know, I personally predominantly most of the time wake up at five and like the first thing I do is I grab my journal and I write the date, I write the time and I just start writing. It's usually good morning and then I talk about either the day ahead or yesterday if I hadn't got a chance to write before bed. I then, we, are, we do have this challenge where we do a one mile run every day of the week, day, week, work, work day. Um, so that's something that means that we are getting out of the house every single day. And what's also good about these three things is that I can do them wherever I go. So for work, I spend a fair bit of time on the road in hotels and I can do these things. I have to say on the run front, I always seem to accidentally, and I, I promise it's accidental, leave my sports bra behind. Um, and if you're female, you know that it's very difficult to run without sports bra, um, but that <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. So maybe that's an excuse. Um, and I could always go out for a walk, but if you can create some little things that you can do before your day actually starts that will help you get into the right frame of mind, will challenge you. So when I get back from my run, I jump in the shower and I have a cold shower. That's a challenge that I've done that's really not fun. I've put myself in discomfort before the day's begun. Now again, those of you who've listened to this podcast for quite a while, you've heard this all before, so I'm not gonna ramble on about that. But what could you do if you're struggling to know what order to do tasks in. If you feel like you've got empty time and you just end up playing video games or watching TV or you end up going to bed and you feel like you haven't been productive, what little things could you do, not just in each day, because then you're having to make decisions every single day about what to do, but things that you can repeat day after day after day. So like waking up at a certain time. If you wake up at a certain time, you get used, your body first of all gets used to waking up at that time, but you also get used to how much time you have after that before you have to get on with your day. What are you having for breakfast, right? Do you then put the plates in the dishwasher? Do you then do the washing up afterwards? You do those little things and you do them every day. You make a promise to do those little things. Then whilst, yes, you've got hours on end after that, for the rest of your day, at the same time, you've implemented this idea in your head that the day is structured, that you've got a plan, that you're not just starting off the day and winging it, because how you start off your day will partly determine how the rest of the day goes. So it's like, even if your whole house is a mess, if you just sort of tidy your bedroom, make your bed when you get out of it, then you know that kind of says to your brain, that your life is partially in order. You've got one room or at least just your bed that is made. And when you look at that, you have some clarity in your head. It, that's how it sort of your brain comprehends that. So do you see 
what I'm saying in maybe a slightly, uh, <laughs> slightly confuzzled, why is that the word that comes to my head? Confuzzled way, um, that if you want more of something, you want more clarity, you want more organization, you want more progress, then you don't have to go about it through big things. It's the small things. So like we do in most of my podcasts, I really want you to not just listen to this, but think about what area you can apply this to. So you might've already started thinking about it from last week where I asked you, okay, is it time that you're short in? Is it money that you're short in? Or is it skill that you're short in? So this might, your answer to this one might be slightly different, but what, air, what, what, what thing do you want more of? What do you want more of? And how, what sorts of things can you do to get more of that? If it's confidence, you want more confidence, then maybe you set yourself the task of every single day, you are going to go to your local shop and either on the way or in the shop, speak to somebody. And it might literally just be saying hello, or maybe not even speaking, just smiling at somebody. Or if you're really low on confidence and you do have social anxiety, just going for a walk, because then you'll be around people, which for some people is a big step already than just hiding out in the house. What else might you be working on? Maybe you are working on your mindset around money, actually going out and just putting a penny in either a busker or a homeless person's pot can do so much for your mindset around money, making you feel actually, I do have money and I can contribute it and use it to help other people, including yourself. And that's just something small. Even if you literally put in 20p, that's going to a good cause and it's not hopefully breaking the bank for you. Looks clean and tidy, but around me is a whole bunch of bags and clothes and it's not great. But if I let that stress me out, then I'm not gonna be focused on the things that really need to be done. And it's reminding yourself, if you're focusing on one area of your life and the other area is not so great, that's okay. If you try and work on loads of different things at the same time, nothing's gonna end up being the way you want it. So sometimes, even if just for a short period of time, we have to spend time focusing on one particular thing. And that again goes back to last week where we were talking about, if you wanna have more time on your hands, then you've got to stop letting yourself get distracted so easily, which is what society makes it very easy to do these days. And then now we're talking about, okay, with that extra time, what are you doing with that? Well, maybe you could put that time towards something. Now we've spoken a lot about the end of the, the, the beginning of the day. So let's talk about the end of the day. If you can almost like the bookends, right? Bookend your day. So the morning and the evening, if you can make that ever so slightly structured, then you will feel again, more controlled and more in control when you wake up and during the day because you are starting a momentum of, I'm doing this and then I'm doing this and then I'm doing this. So what could you do in your evening that would help you to feel like you've got some structure, right? And that great way to start is, okay, well, what do you need? If you're somebody that struggles to fall asleep, then maybe you prioritize, actually, I'm gonna have 10 minutes 
to read before I go to sleep. Maybe it's um, my mum. She always does a meditation before she goes to sleep. Um, I think she also does some exercises before she goes to sleep. So she's got some exercise, not too intense, just some sit-ups, some planks, and then she, um, yeah, listens to a meditation and goes to sleep. So she's going to sleep having moved her body and having rested her mind. And she does that every single night. My sister, she can't go to sleep, or she will refuse to go to sleep without having had, I think it's an apple crumble, a apple, my mum makes apple crumbles all the time. So she has a little bit of apple crumble and then an apple. Obviously you brush your teeth, she gets into bed, she reads or has someone read to her and then she falls asleep. And those are such small things. But again, if you're feeling like life's out of whack, if you're feeling out of control with some areas of your life, then although your morning or evening routine, and I'm not talking two hours, I'm talking half an hour and 20 minutes, even though that seems totally unrelated to maybe um, manicness in your workplace, even though it feels totally unrelated, it is actually gonna be helping you out so much. If things feel like they're falling apart in your relationship with your kids or your partner, then having some things that are in place, not so steadfast that if you get a call just before you go to bed and it's really important, that that's gonna stress you out because you feel like it's taking you out of whack with your routine. Obviously, you've gotta have some flexibility with it. But honestly, that will help you because it will calm your mind and your mind will feel like it's in control of what you've got on. And I know that I'm semi-repeating myself, but if you've listened to anything that I've either talked about on TikTok before, Instagram, or you only listen to me on here, or even if you've never listened to me anywhere before and you've stumbled upon this, everything that I do is focused on the small, easy things that don't cost any money that you can do, but you need to do pretty much every day because they will honestly rewire those neuro pathways. So try it. Try these things for 30 days and I promise you that they will impact the other areas of your life. Again, they sound simple, but they're not always easy. And if you do feel like you've got these things in place already, maybe write them down on paper so you can take them out of your brain and look at them and think to yourself, actually, are these what I need to be doing? What is my focus now? Because when I created these things in the morning or in the evening, or maybe you've got a lunchtime routine or something like that, you probably created those for a different goal, for a different purpose, maybe it's the same. But have a think, are these serving you for what you need to do, right? So I'm sure previously I was probably, when I was at university, I would work quite late. I'd probably work until 1am in the morning. And that sort of served my routine back then. It served what I needed to do. But now if I work past 10 o'clock, I'll fall asleep with my mind wired on work and I probably won't fall asleep as quickly. So for me now, it's really important to calm myself before bed. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm feeling refreshed. Whereas at uni, you could probably lie in and that'll be fine. Um, As we wrap up this podcast, I want to remind you about your use of language, because just like your time and structuring, you know, I've talked about it a lot before, that what you say, the words you use and the words that you think, the phrases that you think, the way in which you talk about other people, talk about yourself, things you say about yourself or about other things in your head, really has an impact on how you feel. 
And the way that we can start to change that is through repetition. But as you know, you can't repeat something if you're not conscious of it, because then you'll just carry on doing and saying what you've always done and said. So what are you saying about your life? Again, this, what we're focusing on here is if things feel a little bit out of whack and for everybody, there is an area of your life that feels a little bit out of control, okay? So as I said, for me, it's <laughs> letting this moving situation be what it's gonna be and just knowing that things are gonna be, gonna, they're gonna get done, right? There's no point in me stressing. What area is that for you that feels slightly out of whack? And like, you need to have more control but without feeling like you're trying to control it. Because it's quite funny, right? The best way to be in control of something or to feel in control of something is to accept it as it is, which acceptance is pretty much saying that you're not in control of it. But when we try to be in control of something, we've never been more out of control of it because you can't control anything. You can't be in control of anybody. You're not in control of the job market. You're not in control of bills and gas prices and therefore you're not in control of your finances really so as soon as we try to control those things again you're totally out of control with them so the first step is allowing that area of your life to be a bit of a mess to be out of whack and then you will feel calm and when we feel calm we feel more in control you got it if you haven't please skip i think you do 15 seconds back maybe a couple of times and re-listen to that because it's so important and the reason why i mention that is because not only are you going to try and do that with using with how you use your time but also with how you use your thoughts and your language so not saying oh where's the time gone not saying i just don't know what to do everything feels like it's falling apart. Those kinds of phrases will not serve you. They'll make you feel desperate and desperate has a terrible vibration attached to it. So what we wanna be thinking is, it's okay, it's gonna go how it's gonna go. If I'm feeling out of control, then it's probably not something that I can control. So the only thing I can control is how I'm feeling and how your feeling is easier to control when you're telling yourself things that make you feel how you want to feel. So it's okay, we've got this. I've got plenty of time. Remember last time we talked, uh, actually no, I didn't talk about it on this podcast, but I did a recent uh, TikTok video about a law called Hofstadter's Law. And Hofstadter's Law says that when you give yourself two hours for something, or doesn't talk about a specific time, but when you give yourself um, let's call it two hours to do a task, you will use up all of that time, if not more. But if you give yourself an hour to do that same task, you'll probably complete it in an hour, if not slightly more. So you can get what you need to do done in the time that you have to do it. It might feel like you're under pressure, but actually if you even cut down the time that you have even shorter, then I promise you, you'll get it done. When I think back to my uni days, sat in the library two days before a submission deadline and I've got 1,500 words left to do, I will get that done. And I tell you, I once spent three weeks, three weeks on a piece of coursework that was maybe 2.5K words and I ended up getting about 40% on it. I did so much work on it, I spent so much time on it and it, it was terrible, it, it, it wasn't good. I got poor, a terrible grade. The other ones where I've done it in a really strict time limit have got 70%, 80%. 
Now, I'm not saying don't spend time on things. I'm not saying don't put in hard work. Don't not, definitely don't be a perfectionist, but don't try and do your very best with things. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that actually, sometimes when you give yourself less time to do something, you end up doing it better because you're overthinking less. And that's what I wanna urge you to do with that area of your life. Yes, I'm giving you strategies to think about, but I'm telling you to, encouraging you to think about the strategies rather than overthinking the problem. And that's it, it's not a problem, it's a challenge. And a challenge is something that you can accomplish. Maybe you don't feel like you have enough money for Christmas. What with the bills and the, it's getting colder, it was two degrees this morning. But that isn't a problem. It's not impossible, it's just a challenge. And if you tell yourself that you can do it and it will all be okay and you accept the situation for what it is, you will allow a solution to come to you much quicker, much easier. That's how it is. We, we push away solutions when we're stressed because we're focusing on stress. And you can't get to a solution from staying in a problem mindset. You can only get to a solution from actually being receptive and open to the idea that there is a solution. So if you're repeating to yourself that it's impossible, you can't do it, it's such a big problem, you'll never get it done. If you're using those words, if you're saying everything's so expensive, we can't afford that, then that's the reality you're painting for yourself. Whatever you tell yourself repeatedly, you're likely to believe. What you believe becomes your beliefs and your beliefs control your actions which become your habits and your habits become your behavior and your personality. So do you want your personality to be rooted in, in doubt, rooted in disbelief, rooted in problems? Or do you want to be someone who's optimistic? Not because it sounds nicer, but because it actually helps you come to solutions and you'll make more friends, you'll have more money, you'll be promoted more. It's just the way it is. So thank you for spending this time with me this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whatever it is for you. Hey, maybe I am part of your routine. Maybe I'm part of your structure. But see if you can put some structures in place, no matter how small, that will eventually become habits. And after about 30, 40 days, will really make a huge difference in your life and make it so much easier, make you feel like you're in control. Imagine if you could do three things every morning that made you feel like you'd moved your body and got maybe got fresh air, done something uncomfortable and maybe cleared a part of your house away. Imagine having a cold shower, going for a walk and unloading the dishwasher or journaling, going for a little run and sending a message, a kind message to a friend or I used to, I had one um, period of, uh, a period of time when I would wake up, I'd journal, and then I'd pick up my phone, and I, my challenge to myself was to leave five comments on people's, or even messages on people's videos or social media posts that were really kind. Because when you're kind to other people, you learn to be kinder to yourself as well, and vice versa. If you're kind to yourself, you're better at being kind to other people. So again, what's something, what's an area that you could do with strengthening? And what are some small little things that you could implement? 
to, over time, develop that into a really strong part of your life that will go on to influence positively many other areas of your life. So hit that subscribe, follow, rating, review buttons, whatever those are. You can hit the notification bell and it'll let you know when I upload a new podcast, which is really useful. Um, And I shall see you in the next podcast. So without further ado, all that is left to say is 